Click Stuff is brought to you by Lucky Dice Cafe out of Huntsville, Alabama. Check them out at LuckyDiceCafe.com. Welcome, everyone, to this, another edition of Clickstoff Sudden Death, a Hero Clicks podcast where we talk the latest news, tournament reports, and more quick biting Hero Clicks info to spice up your life. Every boy, every girl, spice up your life. I don't know. I'm your host, Alex Hughes, and joining me today is Sam Powell. I didn't, couldn't think of anything funny. Spice Girl, uh, Sporty Spice, Scary Spice. Which Spice Girl would you be? I'd probably be Sporty. I'm going to be honest. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was I was a tomboy growing up, so <laughs> yeah. I think she she was the one that was like wasn't talked about as much. I feel like she was like the less not the lesser the I don't know. You remember the Spice Girls movie? Yes. Yeah. I was kind of obsessed with the Spice Girls. I'm not gonna lie, but I was a '90s kid, so like yeah, it makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. When the movie came out, I was like, "What?" You know, we like me and my friends watched it. And we were like, "We're so gonna be Spice Girls," and then we were like. Okay, we're not being the Spice Girls. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, I grew up being in sync Spice Girl fan, just like any other kid in the 90s. So, oh, did you hear recently? This is where uh, maybe I should save this for news and upcoming events. But uh, Backstreet Boys was on some show, um, and they were talking about how they'd love to do a reunion tour, not a reunion tour, but a tour with NSYNC and like do a combined tour around. Even though oh Justin God. Justin probably wouldn't join, but that's that's too much. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. I have mixed feelings about the Backstreet Boys <laughs> and coming back. Like, I think you just need to give it a rest. Like, you had your fun in the nineties. Like, <laughs> you're like 40, you're like forty year old men. Like, <laughs> I got a I, I got an obscure <laughs> reference before we get into things. Do you remember the fake band called Together? together it was no. uh, mtv's um uh, boy bands have been exploding you know 98 degrees yeah Backstreet boys all that so they did a <laughs> fake like reality show <laughs> together and uh they had show uh songs like say it don't spray it um you, uh, calculus you plus me equals us uh look up those songs if you have a look look up together it's two together one word but with the number huh. two look it up on mtv it's hilarious like it's just spoofing off of uh boy bands huh so speaking of boy <laughs> bands don't forget that click stuff is sponsored by the rock and lucky dice games <laughs> also we went way off subject there <laughs> we're a hero clocks podcast hero clocks yeah. podcast, and we totally went like boy band 90s talk exactly and everybody if you want to rock your body don't forget click stuff is also sponsored by troll and toad shop troll and for all of your hero clicks needs trolls and troll and has one of the largest inventories of hero clicks figures and sealed items on the web they might have some backstreet boy cds on there too who knows um 
they have a ton of stuff. I'm always surprised what I find on there. They have some good stuff. I'm I'm really appreciative of uh, both Rock and Trollato for sponsoring us. It's been awesome. Definitely. Let's go ahead and get stuff going for news and upcoming events. Click one. News and upcoming events. Well, Sam, it has happened. We know when and where the three biggest hero clicks events are happening i didn't phrase that sentence very well where they're happening in 2020 and it's only february <coughs> and we know this info i just have to say one thing thank you chuck you've done something good <laughs> you listened you listened to us chuck <laughs> yeah so what we know so far uh everyone knew it was the world i mean everyone knew nationals is going to be at origins yeah Columbus, ohio June 17th through the 21st, never going to change. Um, yep. I think everybody loves it at Origins. I think WizKids loves it at Origins. It's always a great time. Um, I've been mm -hmm. twice now, planning to go this time, so I can't wait. Um, for those other national championships that take place out of the U.S., they're still, you know, takes a little time to figure out where they're going to do it in uh, Canada and the U.K. and all the other different countries that they have them, so... Uh, just keep an eye out. I'm sure that news will be coming out soon when and where they will be. Yeah, and, and usually when those news pops, um, we're really good about trying to get that shared on the Clickstaff Facebook page as well. Yeah. Because we have a lot of international people that are fans of our page and I know uh, look upon us for some news and stuff. So if we get that, we'll definitely share it as much as we can. Absolutely. Um, also, biggest news, which we kind of knew was going to happen, the the Rock Cup, which is the Rock World Cup, is how they phrased it, will be at Lucky Dice Cafe, and it is August 20th through the 23rd. No so, more Rocktober. No, but we knew that was happening. Yeah. Uh, Howard was trying to push it back last year, and he got a lot of flack because of how late in the season, I think it was close to Nationals almost, that, you know, <coughs> hey, we're doing, it, we're doing it in July or August, and... Uh, he did a great job of, you know, switching it back to October, and you know we'll 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 fix it for next year. So, hey, it's next year now. It's going to be in yeah. August. It's bad time for me personally because it's my anniversary, my ten year anniversary. So we'll see how <laughs> that goes. Even yeah, though we, it is the closest the, tournament for me. So yeah, we actually had a we were, we schedule our uh, vacation in August, and we had it all planned to like leave the twenty second of August. And go to Gatlinburg like 22nd, 23rd, 24th, 20th, all that stuff. And then all this announcement came. We're like, um, we're going to have to move vacation up a week. And <laughs> I think we may be, if we can find somebody to watch Theodore for us at Rock Cup, then um, both of us will be there. If not, then it'll probably just be one. So, um, so if you are willing to watch a, you know, a little over a year old at Rock Cup, just hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> i'd love to go and play but i understand <laughs> alex just bring your wife just bring your wife with it's your our kids. anniversary i don't know if i could bring myself yet hey, no, it's just, a 10 year anniversary we have alex, to go somewhere just get her a really nice hotel at in huntsville alabama <laughs> uh, i don't think i could be like oh yeah you know they have this great space center down there honey it's a great romantic 10 year anniversary to go to this Huntsville Space Museum. Well, <laughs> great. <laughs> no, probably not happen. Now, I might make it down for like the Saturday because the 21st, 
is a Friday, which is the anniversary, so maybe that's Saturday. I don't know. I'll figure it out. I got plenty of time now because they told yeah. us early. That's the yeah. best part. Yep. It's it's definitely nice. Now we can start planning. So. And then last but not least, best decision they've made is they're we're going back to Memphis mm-hmm. for the Worlds October 9th through the 11th. Um, so a little bit different, cause a little bit later, because it was September uh, last year, I believe. And so this year... It'll be in October. Uh, I loved it in Memphis. I was going in skeptical because you hear Memphis, you know, is like one of the crime capitals of the world. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm on the other side of Tennessee, so we always think of that as the the, the darker side of Tennessee. Um, so I went and had a great time. Um, it was wonderful. I'm excited to go back again in October. Um, yeah. And this really puts an interesting you know every other month aspect starting in june because we have nats in june mm-hmm. we have rock cup in august two months later is the world cup and then we probably have wkos the summer wko will probably be either july most likely july or september yeah um, and then i assume states <laughs> states i know we have one i think coming up in march or april uh, march right i think is what he's been saying um and then I assume states will continue when it was last year in November. I think is when states was. Remember we had the yeah the uh, the, the uh, what you call it a popper states. So so lots of good announcements. I'm excited. I think about. it's good spacing too. It's not like we've you know you got nationals, then you got some time, then we got rock cup and some time, and you got worlds. So it's not going to be like here's Nats, here's rock cup, and then we have like a five month span. And then there's right. worlds. Like it's gonna be a good time spacing. So Right. And and, and what's Oh, go ahead. I think it's good. I think it's really good. I think it's good for the I think it's good for the game for this year. Yeah, and it'll be great because the the Rock World Cup will feed into the world championship. So it is another method of getting entry into the world championship, which is what was the plan last year, but obviously Rock Cup happened afterwards. So Yeah. Didn't work out that way. Yeah. Um Besides that, as far as news goes, just don't forget upcoming events. We have a lot of WKOs still going. Uh, we're going to talk about what we ha- what happened this past week. But be sure to check your local venues or your various region HeroClix Facebook groups to find out when the next WKO is going to be up for you. And keep an eye out for states and everything coming in March. Same, we got a lot to talk about on a click number two. So let's go ahead and just get there now. Let's go. Click two, tournament reports and analysis. All right, click number two, tournament reports and analysis. Sam, I've been told you have meticulously studied everyone's build, the top eight across the nation. Um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot of hope in me. <laughs> no. So what, what what happened this weekend? Now, well, well, let's go go ahead and get the one out of the way. Uh, Dan did win the the Lexington. He, Spoil, spoilers. Spoiler uh, alert. Yes, Daniel did win Lexington. He played uh, his uni lockjaw team. Uni yeah, lockjaw 5.0, 5.2. I'm not sure what he's up to now. <laughs> yeah, he keeps adding different ones. So um, uh-huh. we won't go, and I, I'm getting that out of the way because we save that for the guys because I'm sure they're going to yeah, talk about it yeah. soon about what happened. So congratulations to Dan. I tell you what, though, like, you know, living in the same house as Daniel, like, I love talking to the uni lockjaw team because, like, he's evolved it but he's also asked me like what do you think of this what do you think of that and i'm just like i don't know 
Like, I feel like that can just die easily. He's like, okay, I get you. I get you. And then he like <laughs> changes it. I'm like, I kind of have a hand in it a little bit. Not much. Probably like a fingernail in it. Like, as far as like okay. helping, helping. But um, it's been fun. It's been neat to see that evolve. And um, definitely I've learned how to play it. So yeah, definitely. It was. To, we sit at the dinner table and talk about it. So now I know how to play it. <laughs> Yeah, and it was definitely interesting to watch it because they had the stream going and I, it was a fun stream to have during the day. I had it off in the background yeah. looking back and forth. You could sort of hear you could hear what was happening fine. And yeah. um, I, I kind of wish we had more of that regular, you know, like a yeah. HeroClix network where we could just have all the videos like because that is entertaining to just have in the background to watch people play and be like, oh, yeah, that ooh this and it was like fun. you turn your head and you like come back and you're like, how the heck did Ultra Chase Thanos just die? Yeah. <laughs> like where that person, <laughs> yeah, where'd it go? <laughs> but um, no, I definitely like. Well, I watched this weekend. I watched the stream, and I'll tell you what, Daniel plays Juni way different than I do, and I, I know it drives him nuts. It definitely drives him nuts <laughs> because even when we practice, I'm like, I'll oh, just do this, and he's like, don't do that. I'm like, well, I want to. That's what I want to do. And he's like, don't do that <laughs> so i'm just like ah eh, well i'll just play it how i want to play it i forget which it was a tournament a while ago it, you were on stream going against dave <laughs> i think <laughs> and i think you were playing yeah you were playing uni lockjaw i think uh -huh. at that yeah, point it was on genosha yeah and i remember sitting here watching it like i could i was watching you guys but i could somehow feel dan <laughs> in the video like anytime you made a decision and it didn't work out like you just uh, the dice weren't with you i could just in my head feel dan saying like why would you go there or i wouldn't have gone that way or oh man like i just well, I, felt it yeah i literally like i try not to look at daniel like because <laughs> <laughs> there's times where like he just kind of even like when we're playing like if we're playing next to each other like i just don't even like i just block him because if i sense anything like if he sees like oh she moved there like if i sense that then i'm just like oh i messed up like here we go <laughs> but i'll tell All you right, one so thing I've, I've learned so much but i definitely different play style for definitely. sure definitely so so what kind of cool teams what let's name off some winners and what they played <laughs> man there some were other there were a lot of good teams um different variety so like caleb okay. reddick um it was in Texas. He won with it's a plus seven cosmic, Oz mm -hmm. Trailing, Q Prime, Astronomer, Flora Groot, Dark Phoenix, and Start Car, and he had ID cards. Mm. Um, and I'm just like, that's actually pretty good because here you got like Oz is your TK, TK Astronomer, who's good. <coughs> right. Then, so, so it's like a. Then you got your dice manipulation. Right, that's what I was about to say. It's like a pseudo dice manip team. Yeah, so then you have your like protection with the dice manipulation, but also like you could be very offensive. Um and then for group Dark Phoenix. I mean, what's not good about that? Dark Phoenix is phenomenal. I learned Absolutely. that the hard way because I hadn't played in forever. <laughs> 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 playing playing Jason in a practice game. And I've always been, you know, engraved in my mind as Go after you shoot group. Go out and yeah. shoot group. Dark Phoenix comes across and I'm like, oh, what does she do? And I'm like, oh. Now I don't shoot Groot. I shoot Dark Phoenix. Oh yeah, definitely. She <laughs> like, is 
she is a gross. monster yeah <laughs> so gross but yeah i thought that was awesome um i'm not sure what happened it said that he lost on like emily he won on last action yeah so not sure what all went down there but that's cool um cool so. And I think I think he talked a little bit about the ancient hold map. Was that the one that I was? He was talking about how he planned I, it, but he was joking with PJ about planning to play on that map, but not planning planning on playing on that map. I believe so. Yeah, there's that that whole conversation <laughs> on Facebook. So, um, <clears throat> so then um, also, um, in Huntsville, Aaron Morgan won sealed of it. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, here's the thing. You pull Modoc, you win sealed. <laughs> yeah, he. So. Funny enough, he won a local win a match. We did it. We do win a match for our pre-releases. Yeah. And he pulled Modoc, and he won with Modoc. Yeah. So Modoc he had some. Ex- is... He had some experience with Modoc. Modoc's good. So he won with Modoc, Songbird, um, Sharon. Um, so just Modoc is just good for single oh, period. Like just a beast. Um, there was a WKO in Taiwan. Ooh. I know. Like that's big. That's awesome. That's like phenomenal for the game. Um, what came out of there was really cool. It's a plus five cosmic team. Um, the Ultra Cat Marvel, Ultra Chase, um, Star Fox, Groot, Oz, Dark Phoenix. He had two ID cards, the Exospecs, and Venom Harness. So I'm, okay. assu- I'm assuming that he put Exospecs on Star Fox. Yeah, probably. And the Venom Harness on maybe cat marvel i don't know if he just had it as a secondary um um hmm. that's a good question yeah i mean i guess we'll never know but (laughs) (laughs) but i thought it was a great team i mean you you got ultra chase cat marvel is just a beast you got star fox is still a threat oz is your tk you got two um uh, Colossal Retaliations, I mean, like, but I was looking through their build sheets, and they had some good, solid teams. I mean, they, I think they look upon us, the states, and see what we're, what's working with us, but they had some good little teams going on. Yeah, definitely, and, and if I were, wait, you're looking at the team now, I'm gonna wager Venom Harness actually goes on Star Fox, because of really? the flurry, on the flurry, and to give them pluses, because Captain Marvel needs to move and attack, and so that's why you would give typically Probably Captain Marvel exo so he gets running shot or hypersonic <laughs> or something okay. along this line and you could switch them in between depending on matchup but i mean captain marvel with venom harness probably he, he and they may have gone to where they just never equipped it yeah um, i was thinking maybe he just had it in case of certain matchups i'm not sure um yeah. but um yeah then we had south bend um i'm gonna butcher his i'm not even gonna pronounce his last name his first name's denny <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I, yeah. I'm not. I'm, not gonna, I, I'm so sorry. I'm not gonna butcher your name. Spell out the last name. We'll, we'll spell it out. Uh, I don't even have his last name spelled out. <laughs> um, but uh, he played Ultra Chase Thanos, Black Adam, Carnage, Time Gem, and three ID cards. Um, I I think Ultra Chase Thanos is awesome. Mm-hmm. I think he is something to be alarmed with. Especially in this kind of meta, um, Black Adams, good. Uh, real quick, it's Denny. I think Bobeldick, B O B L B O B E L D Y K. Okay. Bobeldyke, something like that. 
I see. I'm not gonna even try to pronounce it. So just want to make but, sure he got the credit that we aren't does, talking. We aren't talking about like Denny's, the restaurant chain. <laughs> we want to make sure we're talking about the right Denny. So. <laughs> but he congrats did to South, you, Denny. Yeah, he did win South Bend with it. Um, I know there was a lot of good competition there. So oh, yeah. uh, I know PJ took Vulture there. Did really good. Um, he lost in top four, I believe, to someone who hit sixes on precision strike three times in a row yeah that happens so that happens um sad day but it happens but <laughs> i really think the ultra chase Thanos with black adam is a good combination they're yep. two big threats that are hard to take down um if you're not playing like pulse wave and stuff like that right uh, yeah um so little rock monster plus 17 with justin robinson oh what kind of monster team was it are we uh, talking so, tyler tyler spee's no monster? this is not tyler spee's kind of monster this is two wendigos immortal hulk Ooh. mojo yeah mojo Groot, surter carnage he played the boxing ring in the symbiote so okay. um overall just a really good team i mean <clears throat> like <clears throat> and they had id cards of course Right. But the only thing that I see with this is like, okay, um, Iceman kind of wrecks it. I um, guess depending oh, yeah. on depending on like how he played it and how he placed and stuff. So I'm not sure if anybody played Iceman there or I, I, again, we don't know if just Justin just keep everything in the back and like it was hard to get to everything with Iceman. But Immortal Hulk is just you have to just chew through him. And then you have Mojo, who just loops over, and then you have something in your face. He's right. calling out something beastly. So, um, overall, just a good team. I definitely see like Tyler playing that, for sure. Uh, uh, boxing, yeah, I can see Boxing maybe, Ring, we'll maybe <laughs> maybe he moved everything in the Boxing Ring, so like Iceman had to be negative two to his attack. Or if he, well, if he had everyone in the boxing ring, yeah, he couldn't even get in it. So, yeah, yeah. most likely. So then he had to make it harder for Iceman to hit. So, that's, it was solid. I was like, huh. I mean, there's so many different teams coming out. It's like, you know, a while back we just talked to like, okay, we have Uni, we have this, we have that, Hawkeye. Like, we had two or three teams. Now it's like, oh, people are playing different things. Kind of oh, nice. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Steven Grubbs. Um, I don't know what he won at was it i'm so sorry steven if you're listening um i forgot to write down where you won at um oh, here i can look it up but go ahead and say the teams and i'll, I'll say uh, where he won <laughs> ultra chase thanos isaac prez ricard mangog he had the iron man map bonus um two id cards it was a minions of thanos theme team with mm -hmm. the soul gem um just way out of the box thought it was phenomenal definitely have the leadership from Presra card Isaac is good I'm surprised we're not seeing more of him um, I think we're going to see more of him after rotation for sure um, right again Ultra Chase Thanos is good with a capital G and then Mangog is still Mangog's still a threat uh, Mangog is kind of pricey 
or a colossal retaliation. Yeah, he's, thir he's thirty points. So. I don't know. You got Dark Phoenix who's at thirty. So I understand, but like Dark Phoenixes are harder to snipe in the sense, like they could heal up and they it's harder. Like Magog, yeah, just Cyclops. And and by the way, he wanted Space Cadets, so he down near Houston, Texas. Okay, so. Sorry, Steven. I totally forgot to write down where you want it. Um, so, and then Ricky Kirk, um, he won in, I can't, I think it's New York? Mm. Eastern Coast? <laughs> he won a sealed. <laughs> and then he pulled, he won with uh, Cat Marvel. So, Super Rare. Uh, which, which Captain Marvel? I think it was a Super Rare. Oh, you said sealed. That's my bad. Yes. They, and yeah. it, that was in Rochester, New York. Yeah, so New York. Uh, I knew he was from that Eastern Coast area. So, um, yeah, he played. He won with Cat Marvel again. We said it last time. She's good. Like mm -hmm. you, you pull her in sealed. You play her in sealed. Um, so no surprise there. I'm, you know, was not surprised that one. So, some teams that I thought were good. Um, that I was kind of looking at the build sheets. Um, so Tommy played in Lexington, and I watched this on stream a couple times. Um, Ultra Chase Thanos, Lockjaw, Q Prime, Flora with ID mm -hmm. cards. I think it's phenomenal. It's kind of hard to kill. Um, dice manipulation. Um, I know he lost to Tyler, and I was watching on stream, and I, this is one that I kind of like looked away. I was doing some dishes, and I look back, and I'm like, how did Ultra Chase Thanos die? <laughs> like, right. what just happened? Now, I mean, like, I can go back and watch it, but um, I'm curious to talk to Tommy this weekend and see what the heck happened. Um, it's and, kind of hard to listen to on the sh yeah. And Tyler might talk about it a little bit on the show that matchup. We we can mention to him to go into detail about it on the show. Yeah, because uh, I know the guys are going to record here in a little while. So yeah, and they're going to go through a bunch of like their matches with what how they faced them and whatnot. So um, also Trent Morello um, and Lexington played a really good team. He made top four. Uh, with it. Uh, it was Q. It was both Qs. Go Q Prime, yeah, Q. Um, Eddie Guerrero, Rick Flair, Alex Wilder, Groot, and ID cards. And I know right. there was a lot of teams that had a hard time with it. Um yeah. it very straight, like dice manipulation. You had to worry about what you gave Alex Wilder. Um, you had to worry about Eddie Guerrero <laughs> like coming in and hitting you three times in a row. So uh, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely an interesting def type of team. Yeah. We haven't seen this type of dice manipulation <laughs> before. I mean, we saw him with Mix of Plicks back in the day, but that, he was one person. You didn't have two, can... two or three, and then some unique probs that, that tag on to that. And and now we get Deadpool the Duck. You know, sort of, yeah. sort of a dice manipulation. I mean, there's it's. It's a team that, like, if I sat across, I'd be like, son of a... Like, this is going to be a, a... That's why you pack a lot of Pulse Wave. Yeah, that's, that's true. But, I mean, this is hard. Like, if they roll, like... If you like, if you just had one dice manipulation and they roll, like, a, a four, you're mm -hmm. like, okay, I could deal with that. But if, like, they have three different dice manipulations and they roll, like, a one, a four, and a two, like... You're like, okay, now I'm going to at least miss twice. So then you have to think about, I don't want to call on an ID card because they're going to make me miss. 
So, yeah. Or, I mean, depending on range and line of fire and whatnot, you have to put that into consideration. But um, I think Trailing would go amazing on this team. He's just pricey when you think about everything else. Like, you just, there's no offense. So, Trailing is a good ID card battery, though. He's a map wide dice manipulation ID card battery with a stop click. I guess I'm thinking, looking at Trent's team. You have to sit here and think, okay, Eddies are going to do most of the damage because there's not much in the way of damage outside mm -hmm. of Collins or causing them to just miss. Like, there's just n not a ton. Yeah. So, trying to fit Trey Lane on there, I, I mean, I would probably go Eddie over that because you got the cool flirt, three three attack flurries or whatever he does. What's so. Ric Flair doing for him, though? Uh, Ric Flair of uh, Spice? No, he's got a... Uh, does it say that is it starter Ric Flair or is it the I don't know I just knew from because starter Ric Flair has prob um and then the the prob yeah the other Ric Flair also has prob so both of them have prob <coughs> so it could be just to have an additional one and then have someone who because remember they can't be attacked unless he's at his lower point dial which he could be so mm. I don't know um, but I thought overall it's just an interesting team. So again, some really good teams that came out of this weekend and also the weekend before. Um, yeah, definitely. I think there's really nothing that's like, even for me trying to prep for this WKL, I'm like, I don't even know how to prep because I'm just like, I could be sitting across from who knows what and be like, okay, I'm just going to have to adapt, you know, learn quickly and adapt. Um, yeah, I, I would say, um, so I do a thing and I never have actually publish it. So I have the thing called the gauntlet. I talk about it all the time and basic in our group chats at least. Mm -hmm. And it's basically, if you're building a team, you have to be able to go through the gauntlet. Mm -hmm. Um, and so what are the five top teams currently in the meta that your team doesn't necessarily have to be able to wallop and destroy, but has to be able to handle pretty well. Yeah, and I would say right now in the meta, you're looking at Vulture. Obviously, I mean, PJ didn't win it all, but he had bad luck. I mean, yeah. someone rolling a six three or four times is insane, and he's mentioned it multiple multiple times. It's even better than he thought it was going to be. Yeah, Vulture is scary. In the like, right hands, it could be very scary. It's not a good, the... not a good just plug and play net deck because you have to be able to handle. Mm -hmm. someone who could stop him from just coming across and attacking and a good player has that strategy built in mm -hmm. yeah so he's, he's very very good like very underrated like super scared to play against it yeah and so you have to have a counter for vulture which would mm -hmm. be uh some sort of barrier choosing the right map um, don't die if you somehow win map against his eight, I mean, that's great. You could put him on ancient hold, which will be harder for him to pick up his objects because he doesn't have the TK capabilities. He gets, he can't just shoot it. He has to waste time a little bit. Um, we'll talk about ancient hold here in a little bit. Um, it, or you could go the don't die route and basically something that could just tank a hit mm -hmm. and take his flurries and be like, ah, who cares? I'm yeah. down a little bit, but it's no big deal. So yeah. you got to keep that in mind for Vulture. The second one, which nobody, I don't think anybody won, but there was a lot of it and it did well, is Hellfire Club. I mean, that is a mm -hmm. big, and I, it could be just because it's popular, <coughs> it's, the, it's the new craze right now. 
but the Jason Weingard, Weingard, whatever, uh, it's a popular team to play two of him with a gene with uh magneto two dark phoenixes whatever it's a dangerous team now it could be countered fairly simple but if you don't have this simple counter you could lose i mean ultra chase thanos lost to it a lot of teams will lose to Mm -hmm. it because it's just so many hits um yeah the biggest counter to it is if you have a reliable stealth Mm -hmm. Um, and i believe that was one of our questions today out of our couple of questions yeah. we got um how do you beat jason weingard and i was yeah lamar say... lamar mcconnell or mcconnell or lamar said what is the best way to deal with jason one guard wingard and i would yeah. say for me um stealth is going to be your main answer because they don't have a way gene he's going to tk gene mm-hmm. or uh, mind control gene and she's going to blast you well if she can't see you mm-hmm. okay then you're out of luck he also needs line of fire as well. So until they start equipping him with diamonic rings or another alternative, stealth is going to be your best option. Yeah. I think also too, um, you know, like if people are thinking, okay, like if I, if I do the stealth and Gene can't shoot me and stuff like that, how do I deal with, cause he produces those pogs and he can mastermind of those pogs. Right. Um, energy explosion. Yeah. Okay. Like he's going to put those pogs next to him. So like, so if he takes a hit, he's like, okay, I'll just take a fog away. No big deal. I'm still full health. You just wasted an action. But if you have something with EE, you go shoot that, get the pogs out of the way, and say, okay, now let's play. So. Yeah, and I honestly don't know how the team survives the Vulture. Just going, having it go through Gauntlet. I mean, unless it has a reliable barrier or something i just don't under i don't see how it just doesn't die unless they play professor xid card and call it out and hope to god they hit shape change i'm yeah <coughs> i mean yeah. Uh, another thing either that or call out colossus for colossus. Impervious. impervious yeah those are your um, two, two main options so we have vulture we have the wine guards yeah hellfire hellfire um i still think uni lockjaw is up there I see that's the thing. I'm leaving Uni Lockjaw completely off of this. Really? And and that's my argument with that is is Uni Lockjaw is still very strong, but it has become a significant finesse piece because there's just so much damage and so many different ways going around. I mean, even with him having shape change and super senses, I mean there's things to get around that. Yeah. And so in the right hands, like Dan it's a great team but i think i think the team is such a high team mostly because dan knows how to play it unbelievably well better than anybody essentially and so i i don't you don't see it not to say uni isn't a great figure he is Mm -hmm. i'm thinking in this current meta just period um it's i mean tent even though it's pseudo tent pool, tent poles just don't have the pizzazz yeah. that they used to have right okay. now. I get you. So I, I don't, think I, I think it's, I, it's still one of my teams that I think about when I build a team just right. because I, I have to practice against it. So <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, me too. That's <laughs> one of those like, okay, I come up with this like really cool team and I'm like, how does Daniel beat me in turn two? Okay. Well that dies. So I can't play that team. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, if you want to know a little behind the scenes, the pains of being a ClickSoft member. 
Um, <laughs> you have to know how to prepare for Wales and how to prepare for Unimind. Even yes. if no one else ever plays those teams, you have to know how to prepare for them because you play, you you practice against them. So mm -hmm. it, it just happens. Um, I definitely think dice manipulation is probably yes. my third team. Uh, whether it's like a little bit of dice manipulation or a lot, like Trent's mm -hmm. team, absolutely, you have to know how can you handle when your dice are going to be against you. Yeah. Like 100% against <laughs> you. Um, that's why you play something like Ultron, where if you change me to a three roll, I still hit a 17. So it's probably fine. Um, so <laughs> that's very true. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's stupidly scary. But, um, um, how you how, how i think you handle dice manipulation pulse wave is one of the things i said one thing that hasn't made a huge comeback and i think it should the tank because a lot of people still bunch up for some reason bunch up their cues um because obviously it's it's not a, a global effect it's a within an area effect mm -hmm. so they try to keep them together and you can just tank uh an eddy and get rid of the rest of the cues so tank i think is still it's legal it's still good for the next four months yeah so don't forget the tank because most likely if you're killing cues you'll make up that 50 points you lose by dropping the tank real yeah. easy by the way i realized in practice session how good the mag magneto id card is calling oh, man yeah the the, the colossal not colossal the two by two magneto the two by two magneto oh, like he's even, dumb. he's, even he's amazing just even calling him out for colossal retaliation i was like what the like arranged yep. colossal retaliation i mean like again i haven't played in a while so like me prepping for this wko i was like i was like i'm learning so much stuff i'm like wow i didn't play with the x-men set much because i had a kid but i'm like whoa he can do that like insane like he, he can call him out he's a tker he can call out as a colossal retail like insane and insane. he's on and he's honestly not that bad if you have to do if you need another pulse wave to play him at 100 points yeah so if you're going against a team that you know you're going to need more than one pulse wave so you automatically have your storms magneto at 100 points at colossal it's a little hard to kind of finagle it because he's got an eight range so you have to perplex that down have him sidestep then have him move himself with his uh placement you know mm -hmm. move one square thing but he can pulse wave he's got range combat expert eight range so he can bump himself up to a 12 for three or 11 for four yeah I mean, he's gross he's good at 100 points also yeah um, i think that's something that like i'm definitely keeping in the back of my mind yeah like, to watch out for and he'll be around for a while because i am under the impression posters aren't going to go away so he'll be around yep hence why we bought another asgardian storm <laughs> um so that's three teams so far we have we had vulture we had uh, vulture hellfire club and dice manipulation uh mysticals making a big stink yeah. right now i mean it, you have missed yeah black adam's real dangerous even the non-black adam teams um because i don't did jalen's team Jaylen, have black and black Jaylen, adam on them no jalen mystical had, though he had strange uh, Mandarin, Alex Mandarin, Walker, that's what it was, yeah. And like Tri Sentinel and Wendigos. Yeah. I had something else. Uh, yeah, your generic mystical team you have to prepare yeah. for. The problem is, is it's hard to prepare for that team 
because there's so many different iterations of it mm-hmm. and, and it's kind of based on how the person plays it too right you know? like there's there's nothing that the like it's kind of it mystical doesn't have that like catch that that gotcha that hellfire has that vulture has it's just yeah. generally good like it generally like, has good stats yeah. good abilities it isn't a haha uh, this makes it where you can't do this outside of uh strange obviously mm-hmm. with the ids it doesn't have that yeah i feel so. like with the with the vulture it's like okay if i sit across from a vulture team i know turn two what they're doing right okay so i know what their play is if i sit across from a mystical team you're kind of playing the player you know right. you're like what are they gonna do i mean they could stay back they could move up they could do this they could do that and everybody's gonna do it different so it's like you can't really prep you just have to prep like okay if if they move black atom up and i can get a single target pulse wave i'm gonna single target pulse wave um but if they bunch up to where i can't get a single target pulse wave how do i how do i finagle like do i just leave black atom alone do i try to do this right. do i i mean they're play um tj wheeler played black adam with daredevil yep i mean that's good like yep. with strange so it's mystical like here, here you got this you're not gonna be able to call out id cards as easily um you don't really want to be taking mystics he had tri-sentinel so you obviously you don't want to trigger anything like that because then you have tri-sentinel in your face which yeah. is a bad decision to do <laughs> so it's that's the kind of I think that has been the hardest team for me to mentally prep for for this weekend is because there's not like a click and play like okay turn one they're gonna equip turn two they're gonna come over and attack um I have to be like okay turn two can go 15 different ways yeah um and I have to adjust to see what map they put me on and because most of them are plus six plus seven yeah so I still have a chance to win map sometimes but who knows yeah and i i would say and i know this is really kind of lame of me making this gauntlet and lumping in so many teams into one slot but i think you just have to prepare for mystical and cosmic in general just the there's nothing amazing that they do you have the kobic and trader combo but you didn't see that a lot and i think a lot of that is just general kobic fatigue because we've just seen so Mm -hmm. much of her and people are just tired of playing her. And we got all these cool cat figures. So people <laughs> want to play that. But she's going to make a comeback because she's still really good. I still think Kobic Unseen Dark Phoenix team is tough. Yeah. So um, you've you've just got to prepare for mystical and cosmic in general. They don't do anything that's obscene. I mean, you could call Kobic Trader Mumbo Jumbo obscene. But at this point, it's kind of everybody knows it. So yeah. it's not crazy to see a gardener and a trader and all of that, but you have to prepare for it because mm-hmm. it is an easy to pick up team and it is an inexpensive team. Yeah, Kobe's so, went down a lot. So yeah, we'll talk about her a little, maybe a little bit in a so hold. Um, my fifth and last team outside of Mystical and Cosmic. Uh oh, man, that's a tough one. I would say don't die. Don't Die teams, obviously, are always around. Um, Immortal Hulk is making a big splash, I mm-hmm. think. You mentioned him in one of... Uh, I forgot who it was. Just, who... Justin Robinson played him. 
I know that Lucas Van Hollen won a win a map with him uh, mm -hmm. not too long ago. He is... I, people were scared off because he's got that dumb activation Bruce Bl Bruce Banner click, but he's still very dangerous. Yeah. And you could do a lot of things. Uh, Living Legends are nuts, mm -hmm. too. Um, they're hard yeah. to kill. They are very hard to kill. So you've got that. You've got the robot team, which I'm kind of manning and trying to do and i know austin uh lytle tried to uh made top four top eight top four within um top eight. i think he made top eight i think he made it to top four uh top four i thought he made it to top four and lost to dan maybe going, so going into finals maybe uh, so okay but you gotta look out for don't die robots the ultron with the two danger room magneto and sinister is one incredibly fun uh i enjoy playing that but you have to prepare for that you got to prepare for a team that you're not going to score a lot of points on so if you are a heavy relying on ids that might not work for you if you're giving up points because if you give up 15 points i mean that might be i mean that you may not get 15 points back Mm -hmm. so you just got to keep that in mind don't die is here to stay because of hulk uh because of steve rogers adding uh sinister magneto Sabretooth. all of those could go on any avenger or shield team yeah they're really good uh you give magneto um the liar ring you give magneto exospecs he can do some damage even though he's limited to damage mm -hmm. he's, he's a mess and sinister is probably i would say right now one of the most underlooked under like what's the what's the word i'm looking for uh underdog underrated yeah underrated figure is danger room sinister he just does so much for 45 points that it's insane so yeah that would be my current five i change it constantly but when i'm building a team i am looking to see can my team handle vulture hellfire club uh dice manipulation mystical cosmic and don't die. If I can reasonably handle all of that, or I've got IDs to help me in all of those situations, then I feel confident going into a WKO or to nationals that I'll be good. Now, if you're going to just a local win a map, don't you don't worry about the gauntlet. You'll yeah. most likely be fine. You just have to make sure you have a mental plan. Yep. So that's that's my takeaway. Yeah, from... I think I think we can add a, like a an addendum. On my part, I still think monsters is something to worry about. Now, mm, yeah, I like that. I, there are there are six infinity gems, right? So you I could say the the sixth one. I don't think. I mean, I think Vulture eats monster alive, sort of. Yeah. Um, in the right hands. Um, you know, you have Iceman out there, but if a good monster player is finesse enough it's still scary like because you have mojo sort of group wendigos that are like they're yeah. all big threats so it's not like you can just be like okay well i could take a hit from a group no problem well no you really can't take a hit from a surter or here's wendigos coming at your face <laughs> you know and I still think mo monsters is always in the back of my head. Um, obviously, because we have Tyler always pushing monsters <laughs> on us. But 
it's still always in the back of my mind like how do i beat the monster team because i still think that's going to be relevant for some right some and, and, and what's interesting is that it's it's interesting that there's just an obvious like there's such an obvious hard counter it's just whether you actually the problem is, is he's a hard counter to it and to nothing else like, obviously, everyone is like, well, Blade can just obliterate mystical and monster teams. Like, if built correctly, he yeah. could obliterate it. But can he do things with other teams? And I don't think... I think once somebody figures out that right Avengers combo, it may not be Avengers or some other thing with Blade, because he's got a lot of good keywords. I mean, that is a hard counter to monsters and mystical mm -hmm. is Blade. As long as you keep him alive, he can definitely yeah. he, he can eat through a whale if perplexed enough because he yeah. goes through stop clicks. So as long as the stop click is in the defense uh, the defense spot, so I believe it is. So yeah, so yeah. just it's it's one of those you he's <laughs> I'm it's, it's a hard counter. It's so definitely it's something like, I want to play around with for winning maps, but like you said, it's gonna take that right person to finesse it and and whatnot. And who knows? I mean. We still have more WKOs, and we definitely have states coming up. And so, I yeah. know people are going to try new things. We got Nats coming up, so maybe they'll they're going to try to start finessing their teams for Nats. So, now do we know? Yeah. And you would think I would know this because I run Rock Online. Is are these states constructed or are they sealed? Uh, constructed. Okay, so that means most likely the next. Uh, november or whenever we have next dates will be sealed because i know he wanted to do both and we had I'm, I'm, hopper I'm, now i say that 75 percent confident that i believe right. they're constructed well i think i think the states in november were meant to be sealed wasn't it like wasn't it meant to be sealed and then it yeah because there was the big so. hubbub about that it was meant to be sealed but x-men like flew off the shelves and there just wasn't enough to reliably say hey you have to do sealed yeah so so, okay, that makes sense. So this, yeah, the spring one should be constructed. And it also builds into nationals and more WKO. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So this should be constructed coming out with states. So, yeah. So, anyway, that's all I got for interesting teams. I thought, I thought just overall, like, people are coming up with some good stuff. And. Yep, I definitely. Mean, Q Prime is something to be worried about. and He's still crazy expensive. He's still, like, $250. Like, insane. Yep. If I had an extra, I'd sell it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so before we move on to so hold, there are two things I want to talk about first. One, uh, let's talk about one of our questions. Uh, the only real other question besides Matt Donald's question, which was, when are you, when am I going to get a chance to break our tied record, Sam, a one and one Well, let's just meet top four at Nats, okay? And we'll do it there. Sounds good to me. Cool. Or you could you could do top four at a Newmark's event. That'd be good too. Newmark's event. Yeah. Um. <laughs> his event's gonna be his event was fun last last year. Oh, and, and, oh yeah, no oranges. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, it's, we, a, it's before Nats up in Columbus. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm down for any time, Matt. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'll I'll whoop your butt anytime you want me to. I. I I'm just kidding. You know, me, me and Matt have a good rivalry going on. We get, we're good. We're good. So, um, <laughs> backpedaling a little bit. Back no, he, he definitely was a, 
he definitely was one of those that played uh, Goblin King. So he he knows what he is in my in my eyes. So. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. So uh, I beat him on stream at Nats my first year I played, um, and he kind of held that to heart. And then at Rock Cup, he won with, of course, Goblin King because, you know, it's Goblin King and right whatever. Not gonna put salt in that wound, but. Uh, <laughs> No, but he uh, he holds that over me, and I'm like, dude, I I beat you on stream, so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I love Matt Donovan. Great. Yeah, he's a good. I player. always always enjoy playing against him, and I remember back to the days when he was, uh, when we were kind of just playing around. He was trying to build the team with uh who's the guy from, uh, ADW? Uh, do do do. It was. Bat Rock. He was playing a bunch of Bat Rocks. Oh yeah, Bat Rock. He was the Bat Rock player. That was before he started playing Lord Order Master Chaos. Yeah. So, ah, uh, good time. Yeah, good guy. I, again, Matt. I'll play you in Nats anytime. So I'll be there. All right. Uh, our Huntsville Sealed WKO winner Aaron Morgan wants us to know what he's debating for an upcoming Wham, a Speedster team. It has the new Quicksilver. It has two of the 50-point WKO flashes and four jolts. And then he's got an influence ring. He's got a remaker ring and a bunch of IDs. So, so I'm, ass I'm assuming that he's going to put the influence ring on Quicksilver. So then he could hypersonic across. Well, influence is the... Force blast, right? Yeah, so he might do it at... Yeah, he's. I don't know if he'd put it on Quicksilver or one of the Jolts because he wants to force blast one of the. Uh, let me pull that up real quick. He wants to do it towards the flashes because that flash is the one that has the stop click. Um, it's one of those tricks that you're just not. Oh, okay. Now I now I see. It. I pulled up the the flash. So he's wanting to force blast. He's wanting to force blast one of the. It's like the old Mixie trick. You know, yeah. like Frogman trick or whatever. Yep. Like you image your piece. Then he's got 12 hypersonic uh, still energy. Yeah, and so when he hits, he can choose the standard power a hit target can use. The Flash can use that power until he chooses again. So, so the catch the catch is, is the wording of his stop click. So stop click says stop super senses. When this click is first revealed after resolution, place the Flash into any square that is at least seven squares from his current square. Mm -hmm. So that means you can force blast him in your starting area. Their starting area is technically seven, at least seven squares away from him. So if you force blast Flash into a wall, he can instantly just go over to the enemy's starting area, like a mojo, but faster. And you just pop him over and be like, hello. Seven squares from his current square at least seven squares from his current squares he can play after resolutions place the flash into any square that is at least seven squares from where he currently is so that could be 20 something squares away you just whoop put them way over there wow it's neat we've talked about it uh locally yeah. Yeah. a little bit so it's one that you know you have to make sure you don't have first turn immunity obviously um i haven't seen a lot of the I mean, Quicksilver's new. I haven't actually really looked at him. He looked okay. Um, I feel like someone at WizKids was like, 
typing up this card and like at least seven squares and they like it just got it, it got past chuck it got past all of them and then now it's like oh crap who wrote that card <laughs> so let's like, see it says hypersonic for quicksilver hypersonic quicksilver's attacks do a maximum of three damage when quicksilver uses hypersonic speed it makes a close attack after the action's resolved, before moving again, mm -hmm. he may make a close attack targeting a character he hasn't attacked this action. All right, so that's pretty yeah. cool. Um, and then he gets a perplex at, uh, down the dial a little bit. Um, and then the jolts are jolts. They can go technically go to the enemy starting area first turn. If I think I did the math, I don't remember what it was. It's like 0.001% chance of that happening, that you roll enough five or I think it's five or six for mm -hmm. you to get uh, sized up again. Um, I was joking around with him earlier that this would be... Uh, Sam, you would actually hate this because you could easily slow play this team by saying, all right, got three jolts. I'm going to sidestep. Let's see if I sidestep again. I get uh, to sidestep again. Hold on, let me pick where I'm going to sidestep. All right, let me see if I sidestep again. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So I think this is an absolutely fun team to play. I think, yeah. Aaron, if you were going to play this at a win a map, hopefully not one of ours because I don't want to see it. Um, <laughs> Do it, Aaron. <laughs> take it to take it to well, Alex. That flash, that flash thing is going to completely shock people unless they listen to this podcast and hear us explain it. I just, I just um, didn't, I just didn't know what he was going to put the influence ring on, but I can see it now that if he puts it on like a jolt or the other flash to like do the trick i think that's phenomenal yeah you put remaker on one of the maybe remaker just on quicksilver because you're expecting the flash is most likely to die you're just going to bamf from over there and then you have a bunch of call-ins i mean you only have three call-ins but you can also then hypersonic kill something because that flash has decent stats mm -hmm. for that, for that, uh... and quicksilver is there to like hypersonic in hit something hit something again and if he's right. got shape change super senses yeah 19 yeah. defense i mean that's pretty dang good so yeah my my only issue with speedster uh is just man speedster used to be my favorite keyword i used to love mm -hmm. running uh zoom uh black lantern zoom mm -hmm. those kind of characters uh i know aaron used to run casey flash all the time yeah great figures to play but colossal retails just ruined that because i could come up and punch you and I run away, and I get to escape. Like that was the whole thing of speedsters. It's like that's what I do. But now I have this giant guy for some reason who was across the field. Maybe I guess saw you punch my character and just runs over and punches me. Like it, it sucks. Mm -hmm. One day maybe speedsters will rise up again, but it is not this day. Yeah. Um. The last quick thing I want to talk about before we move on to our buy sell hold. Um. So one thing you want to keep in mind for all you going out to W. Hack the ancient hold map and prepare for the ancient hold map. Um, because as of right now, it's legal, still legal. Mm -hmm. I personally am in the wheelhouse of it's going to be banned sometime soon because it is just an uh, incredibly oppressive map. Yeah, it's super um, oppressive. Like well, it's worse than King's Hold, uh, King's, uh, blah, blah. King's, King's, Tomb. King's Tomb. Thank you. I just, I don't know what. Like, I don't know what Howard and them are thinking. Like, do they look at these maps before they print them? Do they have someone that looks over them? 
Because well, from my my understanding, the pe the people who do the rock map is the same people who do the WizKids maps, like the designer. I think. I, I mean, I understand, but like, <laughs> it, it's not it's not good for the community if, and I'm I'm mean, I may be in the minority on this, and I'm just gonna just say it out loud, but like, you can't sell a map. You can't be like, here's this cool map and sell it, and then like it's so oppressive that you ban it, because then you have players that have forked up good money for this map like yeah. hard-earned money and the stuff isn't cheap so you can't go out there making a map have it on sale for a couple weeks you know and then ban it yeah. like i know but... King, it's been on it's been on playable for many many months now so like but it's it's coming out to the world and it's like like you said it, i feel like it's super close to being banned Right, it's, it's a it's the states map from November, I believe. It's just like it's disheartening, because as a community, we want to try to build it, but we're trying to like, but we're releasing stuff that it's like, oh hey, give me your money, and then we're gonna ban it because it's so oppressive. Yeah, now but keep like, in mind it's it's the states map, so you can't buy this when you have to buy well, a third party. I understand, but like, it's, but again, I I, I completely get what you're saying. Like, it's just it's. I don't know. I, I like I said, I might be in the minority, and I'm sorry. <laughs> now, also keep in mind, I have no insider knowledge that this is going to get banned. It's just when I saw so many people talking about using it this past weekend and how they were basically able to just shut out teams because the most oppressive map feature is doors. It is by far the most oppressive thing. You could say blocking terrain, fine, sure, but doors. I can go through a door and come back through my own door. But if I stand at a door, unless you ignore characters or you blow up the door or phasing or whatever, you can't go through the door. You can't punch me through it. Whereas just walls and general blocking, we both have to deal with that. But doors, mm -hmm. I have to deal with that. And, and, and for example, I mean, the ancient home map has doors in the starting area, essentially. Like... The border of the starting area, there are two, three sets of doors. So if your team relies heavily on TKing objects or TKing someone up to get an object, you can't do that. Like, you just can't. So someone plays this map, and instantly you have to, are on the defensive because you don't know how you're equipping your objects now. Mm -hmm. So definitely keep Ancient Hold in mind. They very well could leave it be and be happy with it. But I think it's just as oppressive as uh what was that map that they came out with and they banned immediately WizKids did the one with the uh the <laughs> the building and they were worried people were gonna go onto the building that only flyers could go to oh, what I... it came out with rebirth maybe i remember that, that one that had like the voop the the voop areas like if you rolled a dice you could voop to that area titan tower it's titan tower because it was the one that had the uh, high elevation and you could get up there if you get into the squares and take a power action to go up to the to that mountain uh, to the yeah. top of the building but the only way up there is to do that so mm -hmm. they banned it because they didn't want people playing a bunch of flyers and just covering up those squares or whatever this is before you couldn't yeah. play special terrain on orange squares so and then basically just hiding up there and saying okay yeah and you could just shoot around pew, pew, pew. so my, my people so yeah. for all of you going out this weekend and going out next week, whenever this month, and going into states, even mm -hmm. ancient hold is still currently legal. It is very oppressive. You got to plan for it. 
if you're a close range team playing a whole team or something like that your ancient holds probably one of your number one maps if you're mm-hmm. playing a, a map that uh has hypersonic people and you have a bunch of colossals and you just want to stand the colossals in the doorways and be like ha 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 you can't shoot me and you can't punch me through the door mm-hmm. i mean you play ancient hold so that's yeah. my psa or the boop, 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 boop. the more you know we, ha- we had a last minute question oh that i think that we should probably talk about okay um, we kind of talked about it a little bit but it says um jeremy christie um mm-hmm. said strategies to deal with a themed vulture i know that we touched base on the vulture right so uh, we had mentioned a little bit about blocking so doing some yeah. sort of barrier if you have a small enough team to do that yeah and i think if we i mean if you're talking themed vulture you're probably thinking shield vulture right um avengers vulture is good but then you have all the giant girls um you're kind of out there for um some liability of i don't know losing more points or whatever Um, yes that's true um but shield vulture is probably the number one theme that's going on with the vulture Mm -hmm. and it's just it's gross um like you said barrier uh rollouts um you know if you don't have shape change and you play professor x id card play colossus id card possibly um one key thing to keep in mind is you want to have a method to steal yes the dock arms do not try to decayo them because that's the whole point of colson he'll just destroy them and take them over and this is saying that you won map which is unlikely because it's they're like a plus seven or eight but hey, if you do win map yeah there's, there's a, chance. a chance there's always a chance you want to have phoenix you want to have someone who could take the dock arc arms and just tk him back to your area mm-hmm. now that's not foolproof but it is something uh, if you win map you might want to put him on ancient hold maybe because he can't just tk the objects to him he can't just shoot him um and yeah. then they're equipped to him because he has a door in the way um if unless I he just sidesteps Vulture, up and do that if i win okay. map against Vulture, i'm taking him wide open so i could take those awk arms because once you take those awk arms they lose a lot of their yeah i want to say i mean he can still charge hit charge hit charge hit but he doesn't have the flurry so like he's gonna have to perplex he's gonna have to think about perplexing up his damage all the way um then he's gotta worry about movement if he's gonna perplex for that it's it takes a little bit out of their sales um again i think calling a professor x id card calling a colossus id card for protection for rollouts, barrier, and also don't die. Play something that could take a hit, you know? Because, yeah, you may lose some pieces, but if you still have one or two pieces that are living, Vulture's gonna die. Yeah. And then they've lost their main hitter. But, again, to a good player and good hands, they can still use Cap and Coulson and all them to come over and wipe out the rest of your team, but you, you're kind of like, okay, I survived the Vulture, I could kill Vulture, and now they've got to come to you a little bit. So, 
Yeah, and it, you can kind of regroup. And you got to keep in mind, even if you're not building, don't die. It you need to be more mindful of how you're building theme. If you're building theme by just throwing a bunch of giant girls on there, that's probably bad. Um, in the yeah. sense of vultures just going to eat them and then go. If you still build it that way, that's fine. Just maybe first turn, spread him out a bit so that way he has to work a little bit. Because you don't want him to be able to... He benefits most out of being able to use one charge and flurrying two people. And killing mm -hmm. the two people. And then he now has two more charges and he builds them. So if yeah. you can somehow space your team out to where he's only getting maybe one charge then you might have a better chance of living during mm -hmm. all of it um tyler would want me to say that dice manipulation also gives an opportunity for, against vulture he said that the numbers work out in your favor that he only has like a 40 percent chance of hitting um like trent's team yeah uh, just it depends on what you roll and there's it'd be a... my luck i would play the dice manipulation and i roll like five six six <laughs> but that's good because oh, you no, no, can no. use those sixes for your super sense rolls well, for Q. Well, oh, I roll so. four normally like a four. Yeah, four, the fours are the bad. Yeah, four, five, five, or something like that. Where I'm just like, well, crap! You're pretty much gonna hit if I even move the dice, and then I don't not gonna hit super senses because they're given precision off of. Uh, is it Colson? Yeah. Yeah, Colson will give so, him precision strike. So or quake most likely. Um, strike. I mean. Jeremy, I think, you know, like, you just kind of, you build your team and you practice against Vulture. You're going to know within the first two, two to three turns if you're going to survive. Yep. So, and then if, say, Vulture comes over and wipes your team, you reset and you think, okay, how can I better make my, like, how can I better my team to survive turn two? And yep. it's just going to take some tweaking. So, it's possible. It is very possible to survive the, the vulture. So also keep in mind that the tank is a thing. So don't forget, vulture tank works. So don't bunch up all your dice manipulation. Don't bunch up yeah. all of your giant girls. He could come over there with tank only needing like a three. Drop tank, kill three giant girls, and he gains all of those charges. Yeah. That, that has been confirmed. So just... Keep that in mind. Put that in your back pocket. All right. I think they're caught up on the meta. What about the people that want to get out of it? So let's talk about buy, sell, hold. Click three. Buy, sell, hold. All right. Welcome to buy, sell, hold, where we talk about what hero clicks we think you need to be trying to gobble up, all the hero clicks you need to be sell, 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 and all the ones who are like, whoa, hold on. Mm -hmm. I, don't I guess that's the thing. So, Sam, what are you buying right now? What are you trying to get your hands on? Well, I was trying to get my hands on an Asgardian Storm, but we just had to go buy one. So <laughs> Hey, buy I just said this is the buy section. So Yeah. So we're not we, talking about just training. We're talking about now's the yeah. best time to go out and just buy. Um I went out and bought an Asgardian Storm because I think that is a phenomenal piece. Um Pulse Wave knockback is a thing. Mm -hmm. and kills Kobik kills Black Adams um, I think that's awesome so yeah we went out and bought that um, I also think you are buying Dark Phoenixes you're buying you know a Mags if you don't have Mags 
He's still pretty cheap. He's gotten down to like fifteen to twenty dollars. Yeah, still. but I mean, you're, if you don't have like Dark Phoenix or one or two of those, you definitely won't need one or two of those because those are just phenomenal pieces that I see being even better after rotation. Yeah. So, um, and you're just buying, like, if you need the Hellfire Club, if you like, oh no, we talked about that. So. If you have a team in mind, like we've talked about all these teams, and you're like, man, I don't have a trailing, then you go out and buy a trailing. Um, right. Unless you won the lottery or you're David Newmark, uh, buying a Q Prime is almost impossible. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, just because he is so high in price right now, but he's phenomenal. Like he's so he's so good in the meta right now. So. Um. Yeah, that's, so, what, that's what I'm buying. So, so yeah, so the buy section also, kind of like what Sam alluded to, isn't just buying because it's cheap. It's also buying out of necessity and buying out of uh, availability. So mm -hmm. we're hitting that part with Dark Phoenix. It's been out for about five months now, the set, that scarcity is going to become a thing, that boosters are being bought. I know locally we still have a couple cases at different stores, but they're not... You're, you're hitting the point kind of like with Mighty Thor where they're not as readily available and the sets, the meta pieces have already been set out of the set for the most part. Yeah. Um, and so, people are buying the Captain America set, right? Like right. they're not, I'm not going to waste $15 on a booster of X-Men when I have all this Colossus in my closet when Cap's out. Yeah, and, and it's hard to pick out I mean, X-Men was a set that you have no idea whether the booster you picked up... I mean, sure, all the boosters are blind, but let's be real here. We all pick up the boosters and give them a, a little shake, a little smell, a little lick to see if they're the ones that are the have the right ones in them. And X-Men was one of the ones that you couldn't do that because the heavy ones are usually the, the crappy ones, like Krakoa was a real heavy piece. Um, and so you would end up with that piece, a super rare, and you knew you probably weren't going to uh, chase in it. So it's, it's one of those mm -hmm. bricks that are, it's just hard to figure that out. At the same time, though, that means you want to, if you want to play Hellfire Club, now's the time to try to buy it because it's going to be actually probably two to three weeks was the time to buy it because it's growing in popularity. It'll continue to grow in popularity because it is a dangerous team. Mm -hmm. um, we keep, we've gotten such great uh, pogs for Jason to make that. You know, all these popping out two Chewies is great with two Jasons. Yeah. So definitely I... your Dark Phoenix set is something you want to buy. Um, I would say if, man, there's not really that much else I'd be wanting to buy right now. Um, right now, Cap is kind of settling down. So yeah. if... I think if you're, I think you're buying like Ultron and... Um, uh, see, I'm about to talk about that in sell. So, oh, okay. Why don't, why don't you? What, what do you think about selling wise? Well, I think selling wise, I think if you have anything extra that we want to buy, <laughs> <laughs> like if you have like, if say you're getting out of the game, like mm -hmm. you're like I am, I'm not gonna play meta. I just want to play fun. I'm sitting on a Q Prime. You sell that Q Prime right now, like it's so high in demand, and people will spend the money. Which yep. I think is crazy, but um, 
you know, you take the chance of like, you're never going to play it again because it's not going to be yours. But um, yeah, if I had an extra Q Prime, I'd sell that. Um, if I had extra Ultrons and Jean Grey, the, the X-Men Jean Grey, not the X-Men. The Chase. The Chase. Um, you know, you're, you're selling that stuff because people are looking for that stuff to play the Hellfire Club. They're looking for the Wine Guards. They're looking for the Jeans, the Dark Phoenixes. Um, I mean, yeah, I that's, that's what I'm selling. I think the time has already passed to really be selling most of the cap set, uh, in the sense that super rares are already starting to bottom down. I've seen Mandarin at like 10 bucks. Yeah. Um, Hulk, I think is still holding value, even though it will drop at some point. So he's like a buy. He's kind of more of a hold at, for me, I guess, because He's still going for like 30 to 40 right now, but he's a unique, so you can only play one. So I don't know if this has to do with distribution. I mean, he's an amazing piece, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, Captain Marvel's still holding value because everybody wants two because she'll be great after rotation. She's great now, but she'll even be better after rotation. Yeah. Um, the other super rares, uh, let's see, what were the other ones that? mandarin is probably the lowest right now uh so if you wanted to buy start buying mandarin it's not going to get lower than 10 to 15 dollars uh blade is pretty low right now he might see a rise if we see a bunch of mystical monster and someone makes that one team to fit a 50 point blade on um and also blade is amazing in golden age because he could be called in so mm -hmm. if you play a lot of golden age Maybe you want to get a blade and get a Ronin ID. If you didn't know that, if you look at the Ronin, is it Ronin? Yeah, it's the Ronin ID, I believe. Um, yeah, the Ronin ID has Clint Barton, Maya Lopez, Eric Brooks, which is Blade, listed as the real name. So for Golden Age, Blade could be called in because he is Eric Brooks. Little known fact for Golden Age, which, um, is a thing still yeah. for a lot of people, especially locally. Mm -hmm. um, besides that, I mean, most of your other super rares are going to be super cheap. Baron Zemo's $10. Um, if you're playing Golden Age, absolutely get a Baron Zemo. He is amazing for local play. Um, Machine Smith, Blackheath, Modoc, all of those are getting super cheap because people are wanting to get rid of them. Atlas might be a good thing to sell because... I don't know if you'll ever see them. I mean, really, the only ones that are still pushing value is the Prime, Captain Marvel, and Hulk. Those are the only ones still holding their value. So if you are if you have a, a bunch, now's the time to sell them because, well, two weeks ago was the time to sell them. Now is yeah. the time to just dump them for what you can get for them. Yeah. Um, but along with what Sam was saying, I mean, Hellfire Club is getting very popular. So now is the time to sell your Jason and your Phoenixes or your uh, Jean Grey's if you're not going to play them. Um, and then just buy them back in a year or two when they're cheaper. Yeah. I just think that Jean's so hard to come by right now because she's good for Hellfire, but she's also phenomenal for the call-in. Um, off the yeah. ID card. I mean, she's, she's that threat of like, okay, well, I can call in in mind control. Yep. You know? If you've got the figure so, to do it, she's definitely yeah. good. If you've got the setup, then she's she's that threat. So you just gotta um, be very mindful of how you use her because she can also backfire greatly. Yeah. 
Um, hold. What are you holding? Um, shoot. What was the one I just said I was gonna hold and I couldn't remember? Uh, was a Hulk. Yeah, you said Hulk. I think a good figure that I'm gonna be holding, um, you know, and if you have this, is the Chase Thor. Yeah. From the new set, the Cap set. I think he's, I think he's very, very playable. Um, with a vulture team, I think he's playable. But, he's playable in a lot of different scenarios. And I think after rotation, he's going to be, he's going to be up there with Cap Marvel. I think he's you're going to see more of him. So he's kind of a hold for me. I think he's that's you know, fair. He's, he's cheap enough now that I think if you don't have him, kind of get him, hold on to him because I, I can see him saying in the fall we're going to be like man freaking thor came out of nowhere like we'll be like well we kind of predicted it a little bit but i think he's good enough after rotation yeah yeah i agree so. all right i think that's good for buy sell hold right. um why don't we go ahead and get into our final thoughts click for final thoughts all right sam we're here in our final thoughts what is a final thought you want to leave everybody with this episode of sudden death just prepare for vulture <laughs> he's coming <laughs> like i see more and more people trying to play him and these wko's coming up and just play testing him because he's he's gross but yep. and he's uh, cheap he's cheap and the whole team's pretty cheap yeah there's, there's there's nothing expensive on that team so in the right hands it's gonna be disgusting so i say prepare prepare for the vulture prepare for the flappy bird Yep. Uh, my final thought is definitely have good luck for everybody going into WKOs. Um, definitely keep an eye out on our Clickstoff page for seeing who wins, who loses, what teams they're playing. Well, maybe people won't put who loses, but you'll see a lot of top eights on there. Um, if you're at an event and someone wins, post those up. Get, a, get some snaps of those uh, build sheets. I thrive on data, so give me data and I shall analyze it. Um, so yeah, just keep an eye out on Clickstop pages. We may have some announcements coming down the road. We're working on some, uh, maybe another show to potentially do a casual type show. So we're working on that and a few other little endeavors that'll be fun down the road. So stay tuned to the Clickstop Facebook page. Stay tuned. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Well, <laughs> on that note... Uh, that'll do it for this episode of Sudden Death. <laughs> Sudden Death. Uh, may all your cat boosters still have Ultrons on them, and may your sealed WKOs be amazing. Goodbye, everybody. See ya.